The Blokebusters Podcast is a proud member of the Pod Bros Network. You can find us as well as other great shows such as The Ectoplasm Show, AB Film Review, and Media Litter Sandwich over at podbros.com. And now get ready to share and enjoy the Blokebusters Podcast. Tonight's story is somewhat unique and calls for a different kind of introduction. Houston, we have a problem. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Get away from her, you bitch! And like that, he's gone. Welcome to episode 94 of the Blokebusters podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Paul. And today we will be talking about the 2000 film American Psycho, directed by Mary Heron. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that you were the one that said the name there because I wasn't 100% sure if it would be Heron, Haron, like depending on the, what country you're from, I think. So thanks for that. Well, apologies to Miss Heron, Haron, uh, if I <laughs> butchered that. But um, And just real quick off the top, if anyone uh, has not seen, which I'm sure is a lot of people, uh, go see The Notorious Betty Page. That's one of her uh, films, documentary about Betty Page and... Just how kind of, you know, always uh, women had been vilified for sexuality and all that good stuff. So it's it's a really good document. Um, yeah, I, I was I actually working in, in, in the theater uh, business, uh, a projectionist, when that film came out. Yeah, that's a, one worth checking out. So, all right, but back to the uh, the film at hand. Um, yes, uh, and I actually thought you were about to say, if anyone has not seen this, we are going to spoil it, which I think is... <laughs> oh yes absolutely yes for any i always forget to mention there could be newcomers here you know every episode possibly hopefully yeah. <laughs> that's the idea <laughs> is to get pull in new listeners so exactly. this is your first time out this is a spoiler cast we do talk about all aspects of the film ending uh, all that good stuff um so if for some reason you haven't seen uh this film and would not want to spoil it for you hop off and watch it and then hop back on exactly <laughs> yes, now that that's taken care of. I think it's nuts and bolts time. Uh, yes, I mean, well, first of all, we'll do oh, our yes. own nuts and do bolts the, before the we the shameless plug-in first, yes. And yeah, then, exactly. Yeah. So, do follow us on Twitter, at Blokebusters, on Instagram, at Blokebusters. You can email us, blokebusterpodcast.com. We are on Facebook, just at Blokebusters. And we have a website, blokebusters.web.com, which, you know, may or may not be up to date. Whatever. And <laughs> I think that is everything so far, as far as I know, we're not on LinkedIn unless you have set it up. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. No. We are on Craigslist. Um, we are seeking yes. <laughs> a female companionship. So, okay. Exactly. Right. Yes. <laughs> okay. But, yes, yeah, so this film, as you said, directed by Mary. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, on, we're, we're on good terms with Mary. <laughs> oh, yes, we are. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. I, I feel like she'll probably enjoy this discussion anyway. Uh, a budget of $7 million, a production budget, obviously, and worldwide, the box office of $34,266,564 US dollars. So it you know, did all right. <laughs> obviously not uh, pulling in huge blockbuster money there, but uh, I would say for this no. sort of film, it did very well. Yeah, it's, but yeah, I would not expect this to do big numbers. I mean... This is definitely a very niche film, so. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, given the context, yeah, not a huge draw, I would think, in theaters. But yeah, it definitely did, I think, find a life on DVD and. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, yeah, ironically, not VHS. 
Yes, yes. The, all the video tapes have been returned at that point <laughs> and gone out of business. Yeah, I, I will say, like, having finally seen this film for the first time mm. very recently, I now finally get the odd throwaway line that I've seen it of and been like, hey, that's clearly a reference. I don't know what to <laughs> yeah, that, that is one of those. I, I'm so happy I didn't get out of the habit, but for a few years, I would just get out of situations by saying I have to go return some videotapes. And <laughs> with the reception, 99% of the time of just blank stares. Yeah, you <laughs> like, okay. No record. And if someone did get it, then I was, oh, thank God. Yes, thank you. <laughs> but, yeah, it is. A, it was a good excuse to just get out of the situation for a while. Just embrace the weird, yep, I got to go return some videotapes. Get out of there. I just uh, got to return yeah. them, okay? <laughs> it's really important. Do you know how expensive late fees are in the late 1980s? <laughs> They're astronomical, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so... Uh, not going to list everyone off the top here, but uh, basic cast you've got, of course, Christian Bale as Patrick Bateman, Willem Dafoe as Detective Donald Kimball, uh, Reese Witherspoon as Evelyn Williams, and Jared Leto as Paul Allen. So, yeah, mm. it's a, a nice little cast there, and you know, several players that we'll mention as we jump about in the plot, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, no. So, obviously, I... I assume you had seen this before, as you said, because you've been you were throwing out the the videotape yes. line. When was uh, the first time you saw it? Then? I gotta believe it was probably it wasn't right when it came out. It was probably like two thousand three or two thousand four. Um, okay, just like a you can still actually you know I think you're renting DVDs at that point, and I think it was just one of those one night, and uh, just knowing that it was one of those that I was. Had meant to watch for a while and finally got around to it. And uh, I mean, not to say I, I would not use the term "fell in love" with this movie, but because <laughs> I don't think that's appropriate. Um, no. But I certainly recognize the the importance of this movie and like <laughs> what it was saying, and you know, and, and the performances. And you know, there's a lot to like about it here. This but that we'll get into. But uh, yeah, that was my first experience. Um, I know. I think we had talked off mic about this. I had shamefully not read the novel it is based on by brett easton ellis um that's one of those books that everyone is supposed to have read and a lot of people say they've read you know like moby dick or whatever <laughs> you know older stuff but um yeah i do feel like that's one of those i should have read at some point but i don't think you had not read it e- either uh no and to be perfectly honest i wasn't aware that even when i became aware of american psycho the film i wasn't aware that it was based off a book Oh, yeah. So like, it it's not I, maybe it's one of those things that in America it's on a lot of reading lists at schools, but just like it isn't in the UK. Like I don't know if that's just how it comes about. But, uh, yeah, no, and I've also not heard of the author, so you know, oh, um... it might just be a a, a nation nationalizing thing. Like just uh, <laughs> not as big Could outside be. the US. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. So oh, go ahead. No, uh, I was just gonna say. That uh, given that you were saying a second ago about obviously how you enjoyed some of the the acting in this, do you know some of the other people that were pegged to be in it or to direct it? I um, I know that Johnny Depp expressed interest in the lead. Yeah, Um, that was about as far as I could get into that sort of research before we had to start recording here, so... Okay, well... Why um, don't you just tell me the rest? Yeah, sure, maybe I will. Uh, (laughs) So, originally, David Cronenberg was pegged to direct it. 
Oh my gosh, I would love I would like to see Cronenberg's version of this <laughs> as if this wasn't twisted enough. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then uh they they brought on Mary who cast Christian Bell in the lead role, but then when Lionsgate, I believe it was, acquired the distribution, they wanted to and I think they did for a bit, replace Mary with Oliver Stone and they wanted oh, dear Leo, God. and they wanted Leonardo DiCaprio as Bateman. Ah, that would have been awful. Yeah, and... uh, That would have been so bad. (laughs) And supposedly, um, they they thought that DiCaprio was a bit too boyish for the role, but he also then left to do The Beach. So that's how they got married. Yeah, I mean, that's... We're talking 1998, 1999, Leo. Yeah, he was probably too young for that role. Or at least appeared to be too young. I can see that critique. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... I find it really interesting when it comes to talking about people that could have been in roles because you obviously then run into the, well, I know this person as the role, so like, how can I imagine anything else? But yeah, I, I, I don't know if it was at this time. This time, I yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio really would have been a bad fit. I mean, maybe he could do and, it now. And Stone to direct? Oh my God! I know he hadn't gone fully insane at that point, but still. Wow, that would have been easy. <laughs> I'm glad we got this instead. Yeah, um, I, I feel like maybe it would have been like a little longer. Like, instead of oh, a little longer, a little yeah. slower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little more trippy. Uh, yeah, whatever. But uh, the film we got, let's, uh, let's dive right in, shall we? Yes. I, I, so. I would say after the opening uh, credits... It's about 30 seconds in, and we have sexism, hard drugs, and anti-Semitism, like, right out of the gate. <laughs> so you're like, yeah. okay, um, know what we're in for here uh, at that opening dinner scene. And you just get that these guys are just completely shallow assholes. And, <laughs> I mean, it's perfect scene setting. Yeah. And it, if you need to have a film where the main character is not supposed to be likable in the slightest, then start as you mean to go on, really. I mean, it's just, <laughs> you don't want to have one of these things. I, I, I can't remember the name of the film I'm thinking of, but there was a film I saw where it starts out with just like a normal scene, and you're like, oh, okay, that's fine. And then as the film goes on, the main character turns out to just be this complete arsehole, and it's just so jarring because you're like, well, he wasn't like that before. And then it's this one's like, Oh no, I get it. Like, yeah, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about Patrick Bateman. He is, at the very least, a deplorable human being when he's around his work friends. So, um, and when he's not around him, yeah, exactly. Yes, it's, it's even worse. <laughs> he is. Uh, yes, some could say his nightlife is slightly worse. Uh, yeah. So I thoroughly enjoyed seeing the opening of this film not because of not saying hey i'm anti-semitic it's like it's great to see mm-hmm. my people here but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's great to see some views i agree with <laughs> in my not enough of them in this day and age yeah um, mm-hmm. so, but yeah it's uh it was just so refreshing to, to sit down and watch this film and it was like oh there's no like trying to hide it behind clever writing or anything like that it's like no the point of this is these people are thoroughly unlikable and we just accept it straight away and move on and just watch Mm -hmm. this just horribleness i mean i know it's clearly a jab at 
several things, consumerism and things. So, um, so yeah, capitalism, but, yeah, yeah, or, or consumer's culture, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, when I'm watching a film, for the first time, when I'm watching a film, I tend not to even bother considering a lot of subtext and things like that. I just go with what's on the screen and I enjoy that, and then when I go back to it, that's when I think about it. And, yeah, even just watching this and being like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm interested to see where this goes. And I will say it did not disappoint with where it oh, went. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because this was the first time you had seen this, right? So, yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. The first Absolutely. Time I saw yeah. Very, it was, yeah. Not, yeah. You, like you said, you just known some of like the references, but not perhaps known they were references. Yes. But you had not uh, seen in, like, any clips or really um, anything. Well, yeah. I, I had seen one clip because mm-hmm. I ended up, I saw the, the Miles Fisher. Uh, sort of parody song thing that he did where he did um, uh, This Must Be The Place but it's mm. uh, him doing American Psycho while it's going on and oh, okay. so I saw that and I thought well that's interesting and I knew, I knew just based on appearance like oh this is American Psycho is what he's doing and then I ended up seeing a clip of the scene where uh, he dispatches Jared Leto's character. Ah, yes. And, uh, <laughs> Lovely way of putting it. Yes, and just based on that clip alone, I realized I needed to see this film because okay. <laughs> because it was uh, it was such a fun thing. But, uh, well, yeah, I'm always on board for Jared Leto uh, getting the axe. So, yes. <laughs> and, and outside of course, Fight Club, <laughs> and and of course the uh, the comments in the video were as you would expect. Which was, ha ha, Batman killing the Joker. They oh, say, oh, okay. Very yeah, clever. That, yes. Brilliant. See what you did there. Hope you're proud of yourself. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I'd kind of like to just, I know, I'll try not to stick too chronologically. I know we like to jump around, but out, out of all of the like absurd and ridiculous and insane scenes and just some of the dialogue in this film, one of my favorites is right at the, top where i mean i guess you call it his putting on his mask scene his daily prep oh yeah um with the narration i mean he's literally putting on a mask and he's you know also you know the you know putting on the mask of this so quote unquote you know normal day trader whatever you know um and like he says i'm simply not there um yeah this is all pretend for me you know pretty much which i just loved that scene yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, a wonderful thing. And it, again, it was just one of those things where, like, even though I never think about, oh, there's subtext here, it's like, okay, yeah, like the fact that he's going into this much detail. And then I put on my mask, which consists of these three things. And then I put, like, it's like okay, yeah, he doesn't give a shit about all of this stuff. He's just doing it. <laughs> yes, this is the part he must play. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. To not be caught. But. Um, what did you uh, think of the business cards as a motif of <laughs> status, of high status in this world? Uh, that scene, I genuinely just started laughing. Like mm-hmm. it, the I think uh, he's like, yeah, I've got it's got this color and it's this mm-hmm. font, and then the next person says, well, I've got this business card with this color and this font, and you look at them side by side, and they're identical. And then this other guy yeah. is like, ah, oh, well. This one's got like eggshell white, and it's like <laughs> and raised letter, yeah. And it's I obviously know nothing of this world that you know in the late '80s or currently. Um, 
you know, I don't know what it's like to be one of these people, but something about that scene rings so true and honest <laughs> as to these type of guys that are trying to one up each other in any way. This would be an area where they could have some fierce competition, you know, like every, all the same cars are available, you know, all that stuff, but you really got to hunt down that perfect business card, you know? Um, and then when someone shows one better, you know, he's like, all I could think about was just killing him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that bit where he does just see like, yeah, what did Paul Allen look like? And it just, it's as if he just watched somebody shoot his mum in the face right in front of us. Like, this is the worst thing that has ever happened in the world, and I must avenge it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did love that. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it, yeah, it comes back up a few different times. Yes. But, <laughs> uh, I also wanted to uh, bring out, like, I guess we'll get to this later. This is, I mean, someone that is spiraling out of control. Like, I believe it's it in the opening, maybe 10, 15 minutes, where he says that his, you know, his lust, his bloodlust is growing, you know, yeah. essentially. Not in those exact, exact words, but his nighttime hobbies are bleeding, sorry, no pun intended, into the day. <laughs> um, and I just love, there's multiple occasions where he just shouts like what he's going to do to the person or what he wants to do to the person. (laughs) Just, I dare you to hear me. But I mean, he's always in a situation where it's a little loud or whatever, but he doesn't give a shit. Like as we find out this, yeah, you know, (laughs) it's tougher to get uh, punishment for his crimes than he thinks. So yeah, I just go ahead. I, I actually was thinking of like, and sort of another viewing of this film, which would kind of make sense given the ending is mm-hmm. that much of it is, like, how he thinks it has gone. Like, yeah, you know, he, he is just imagining all of this killing and all of this stuff, and it turns out that, like, he's not done it at all, which was kind of explained, uh, especially one gigantic, uh, like, bit that happens at the end that we'll cover in a bit, I'm sure. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I sort of towards the end i was thinking like how much of this is really happening and then the film doesn't like doesn't even hint at that answer in the slightest it just kind of like just end with what you see on the screen it's like, okay like sure i i you can look at it that way or you can look at it as this guy is just like certifiably insane <laughs> I, I think he yeah either way might you might be able to label him that but um yeah that that is interesting yeah that that does come through with subsequent watches i mean even for an 80s movies uh those cop cars blow up really easily <laughs> let's just say that yeah. even for some uh beverly hills cop action <laughs> you know that's that's still uh, a couple bullets and kaboom <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost on par with uh, colliding with a cardboard box followed by explosion like it's just it's, <laughs> it's very much it almost turns into a video game at the end <laughs> it's a bit weird. It, it is a it gets a little grand theft auto there at the end yeah uh, <laughs> very much so <laughs> the helicopter searchlight yeah all that yeah. stuff but we'll uh, maybe get into that a little more um, yeah. Did you have an area you wanted to jump into? Um, well, one thing that um, I found kind of interesting about this film was the way that they handled the soundtrack. And I know it's odd for me to say uh, that. Yeah. But 
like most of the like actual songs and stuff in the soundtrack are specifically talked about at length by Bateman while he's playing them on purpose yes. so that he can talk about them. Like it's yes, it's it's his foreplay to homicide, yes. which is really <laughs> chilling um, <laughs> when you see him just calmly describe like a a, a movie uh, sorry a music critic you know about genesis early work and you know phil collins solo work and yeah yeah it's <laughs> just all a prelude to um some ultra violence so yeah i mean obviously uh, the clip i had seen beforehand is when he just asked the question of do you like huey lewis and the news <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't yeah. yeah exactly i mean yeah even a drunk person would probably just be like sure sure <laughs> but yeah, yeah not not paul allen oh no he's, he's too drunk to even care what the question was so. um, he's more concerned yep. about uh, whether he has a dog or something and the, the uh, um it was another comment i saw which kind of rang true with me which was um in that scene when Paul says, is that a raincoat? And Patrick Raymond just goes, it is! And he's like, <laughs> that, that's your cue to get up and leave immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we we had to go along with the, the fact that Jared Leto's character is very intoxicated, which, yes. I mean, to not kind of... I mean, yeah, you, you shouldn't be able to see your own demise coming, but you should certainly... Feel like something is amiss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Just like, do you have a dog or something? No. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> in, in retrospect, it reminds me of the um, scene in What We Do in the Shadows, where Viago is laying down all the newspaper yeah. <laughs> for his date. Where he fights her. Wonder what he's doing. Put down all this paper. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I hadn't made that connection, but yes, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he, he just had a little uh, forethought to have the papers down before his guest arrived. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you can learn from that, vampire. Come on. Yes. <laughs> so I, I think um, one of these we can probably agree happened. Well, let me say, we do think he killed some people. Yes. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I'm even if. The majority of this is in in his head. He's mm-hmm. definitely killed at least like three people during the yeah. <laughs> course of this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so yeah, but his first on screen, just like a uh, red hat wearing, cargo wearing, white shirt polo wearing guy, says, you know, negative a negative attitude keeps you homeless. You know, to the homeless guy. Yeah. And that was a bummer <laughs> moment. <laughs> um, you just really, I mean. It, you know, the writing's on the wall from when the scene starts, and, like, oh, God. Um, and it just proceeds to just berate this guy for his uh, state, you know, in life, or, you know, where he's at. And, and then, of course, slight F you to any movie that has a uh, donkey side. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, looking I'm... at you, John Wick. Looking at you, Turner and Hooch. Marley and me. The list goes on and on. Yeah, I, I happened to be watching this film. Uh, it took me uh, three nights to watch this film because I was mm. watching them after Ellery had gone to bed. Oh, yeah. And while Jamie was falling asleep. And luckily, Jamie had fallen asleep 
by the time he had killed the Hermit Man oh, and yeah. the Doc. Oh, yeah, she probably wouldn't have let you watch the rest of it, huh? <laughs> but it's, it's not necessarily that she wouldn't have let you watch it, but she would have insisted it got turned off that instant. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It is not an uh, easy scene to watch, um, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Save us, Paul, with some lighter stuff. <laughs> <laughs> some lighter stuff. All right. Um, like, okay, I... Genuinely How this film it. treats women? Wait, yeah. nope. Yeah, we said lighter like stuff. No, nope, no. Nope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, how about how this film treats drug use in the? Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> One this, of this my favorite lines in the entire film. Is it at the beginning? It just comes out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Like it's just like okay, it's when they're having an argument or like discussing something loudly while they're taking some mm. coke in a stall and this other guy just jumps up like will you be quiet i'm trying to take some drugs and so, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah that was uh, a little out of left field i also liked right in that opening dinner scene the guy comes back from the bathroom bathroom this restaurant doesn't have good bathrooms for coke <laughs> just, i don't know quite what that means does that mean zero stalls or i don't know uh, what that I, means. I imagine it means they've got one of those uh like toilet roll holders that's just just the one toilet roll holder that's a little small uh-huh. it's like, or it's all it's all it's too too rounded or something yeah. i don't know sorry <laughs> i'm square people uh, i'm not doing coke in restrooms so sorry i know you thought i was that cool but yes, i'll admit it's been a decade or so <laughs> since that's been my thing <laughs> yeah you know what i was just a little too young in the 80s to be enjoying it <laughs> me too uh, <laughs> definitely you, yeah. Mm-hmm. I say, it, yes, in fact, if we assume that this film takes place in the early half of 1987, I was not around yet. So there you go. Oh yeah, there you go. Yes, you were quite young indeed. Exactly. Yeah. So this is yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's supposed to be 87, but th- isn't there one point where the model, um, the model in the second threesome, says she met someone in 88 or 89? Do mm-hmm. I recall that line? I- I don't like if they had met or if she and Patrick had met in eighty eight or eighty nine. Um, she might have been talking about a club. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. See. Yeah. So there's another side of my coolness. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't know. Well, the correct only... us, yeah. Correct me uh, with what's going on there, but I thought I heard that uh, my retention isn't the greatest, even for having seen the film <laughs> an hour ago. But... Yeah. Well, the, I mean, the only thing I can think of that, like, obviously during the film, there is a huge amount of just like restaurant names and club names just thrown mm. out. Say, like, oh, like where where do we want to eat? Here? No. Here? No. Here? No. Here? No. Here? <laughs> just, I think he rattles off like ten at some point, and it's all of these restaurants that I don't know if they actually did exist at some point, and I did not heard of them, or if they were just supposed to be stupid names. For I, that I think they were just all supposed to be trendy sounding eighties, <laughs> New York restaurants, um, all with a gimmick, all with like the perfect, you know, you see it in the opening, you know, the opening, the perfect plating and yeah. they all have, you know, some sort of catch or gimmick to the, 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 the menus in Braille. It is a super <laughs> large menu <laughs> that I will hold in front of you. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did enjoy that one where it's just like, yes, the menus in Braille and it's like, Okay, um, but, and although if you actually but look I, at the menu, yeah. if you know Braille, and I don't know it, but I do know like 
a couple of letters. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm fairly certain that menu was not in Braille. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it had, like, the Braille and then the translation to the right, I think, if I, like, what it was. <laughs> right. Yeah, like the, yeah, the print name, I, I believe. I didn't freeze frame it, but yeah. I think that's what was going on there. But, but, but yeah, all these uh, just shallow, trendy places. Um, yeah, although... Yeah, Dorcia. Oh, you can't get a reservation at Dorcia. Yeah, I was, uh, I was thinking, uh, like, after this film, it's like, I know that it's supposed to be all these stupid places that you don't actually want to go to and they're too expensive, but I kind of want to go to Dorsha after the, <laughs> after the amount of times they're just trying to get in or just like, oh, yeah, I do the Dorsha. I don't know. You know, I don't even want to waste a Google search on to know if that was a real thing. I, I oh. doubt it is. But, oh, no, I'm, I'm not yeah. going to bother searching that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> I don't need that kind of sad search in my search history. <laughs> Is this restaurant for Americans like a real or not? I need to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got more going on in my life than that. Not a whole lot, but a little. Mm. Um, so, the, where do we go from here? Uh, well, I, I wanted to ask you, um, like, let's assume that like, – Patrick Bateman, fantastically played by Christian Bale. Like, let's take him out of the running. Who is your favorite character, like in the film? In the film, okay. Um, like either know? because of the portrayal or just because of the character, the characterization. I think I gotta give. Um, it's gonna be between two. Um, if I can find her name. Uh, okay, Kara Seymour, who plays Christy, or who plays what Bateman wants to refer to her as Christy. Uh, yes. We don't learn her real name. Uh, Christy or his um, assistant slash secretary, Jean, played by Chloe Savini. I thought those were both fascinating characters. <laughs> um, probably uh, I'd lean a little more towards Jean, um, right. just because of her kind of just infatuation with Bateman. I don't know if that's fair to say, but definitely an interest of, you know, his prestige of his, you know, level of success, but also close to is just a phenomenal actress and <laughs> I can watch her do anything. Um, yeah, I, I, kind of, I kind of feel like the Jean character would be the main character in another film where mm-hmm. like it's, she's finally got the job at this place she's underappreciated as a receptionist and then the boss starts to take a shine to her. like it's a, almost a mm. romantic comedy that obviously does not turn out that way but uh, <laughs> yeah um but she does have just a lot of these great moments and then the kind of culmination between the, the two characters when she is at his apartment um we'll get to your favorite uh, secondary yeah. character in a second i want to hear that um but that scene, I mean, Paul, not having seen uh, this film before, did you think Gene was a goner? Like, I was about 70% sure he would eventually kill her. I, yeah. I didn't know if it would be in that scene because he was dragging it out a little bit, but I was mm-hmm. fairly certain he would end up killing her in some way. So I was uh, mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised that that was not it, the case. But- but the, I mean, for all of the violence that is in this film, that I think is the scene that is brought with the most tension out of anything. Yeah. Um, because there is this will he, won't he, um, you can see it's boiling in his eyes, you know, that, that he has to do this thing. And, you know, he goes to his murder closet because <laughs> <laughs> everyone needs, you know, 
is a murder closet. If you're going to be anybody in New York, you have, a, have to have a spacious murder closet. But um, <laughs> he, you know, pulls out the, you know, he's, it's kind of like, hmm, no, did that one last week. Hmm, no, that one's old. Hmm, no, I got to sharpen the blades on that one. Hmm. Uh, duct tape. Okay, duct tape's a start. We can work from duct tape. Yes. Uh, and then and then that i know i'm being glib here but obviously these are horrible things and we know that um but then that nail gun to the back of her head when she's just oh my god it's just like what the fuck is gonna i mean that first time watching yeah it's hard to not think that she is done for um yeah but so is this i mean it appears to be the the writing is that this is some sort of glimpse to at least some sort of uh, sense of right and wrong, some you know, b- with Patrick Bateman, a, a conscience, you know, a conscience. Sorry, you know that he yeah. needs to let her live. That she isn't one of the shameless consumerist monsters. Uh, is that yeah. the takeaway here? That yeah, it seemed to me like for all of the killing that he's done, he has very clearly in his head even if it's sometimes overruled by the bloodlust, like very clearly in his head, there must be a reason why the person is killed. Like the homeless person, he is firmly of the belief that he's done that to himself. He's a waste of space. The prostitute that he kills, I mean, you can just make the argument that he's misogynistic, but it also might just be like, this is someone that's degrading themselves for money. Like this is pretty much against what he firmly believed even though ironically he kind of does that for a living like well i I think these are i think he would kill everyone if he could these are just people he has the highest risk of getting away with these murders yes but it's like that that's how he starts out that's how he starts out but then of course he uh (laughs) seems he gets way more risk taking with jared leto and you know that's pretty much the driving force of the film if you if you are to believe the rest of that narrative um but let's uh jump off that for a second and who was your uh second uh favorite assuming bale was your first yes i mean yeah i i would say beyond shadow without christian bale still to show in this uh but uh for me i thoroughly enjoyed willem dafoe every time he was on screen because the, I don't know if it was how he played it or if the writing was just that good, but it was just the smarmy cop that you believe for the entire time he's on screen that he knows Bateman did it. He he is he already knows. He's just waiting for him to slip up until the final scene when you find out, oh, no, he doesn't know. Like, he's, just, he's just asking <laughs> because he's genuinely interested. Like, he's just... Just like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, don't leave town, you know, I'm just following my duties here. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a role that Defoe can pretty much uh, knock out of the park every time. Yes. Yeah, so it's those kind of roles that he's made for. Yeah, it, it's just, uh, it, in fact, for me, it was almost, he kind of looked like, if she's, I'm assuming you've seen the original Spider-Man with uh, Tobey Maguire. Yes, When he is Norman Osborn. Osborne, Osborne, sorry, not sure mm-hmm. where that came from. Um, like when he's starting to kind of turn into the Green Goblin, like those facial expressions, that's just kind of what he has plastered on his face the entire time. Like, yeah, that <laughs> Willem Dafoe wide grin. Yeah, you don't forget. Yeah. That, that, can, that can be funny or it can be nightmare fuel. It's a little of both. Yeah, and, it, and yeah, I just, uh, I don't know what it was. Something about 
uh, Kimball. I just enjoyed seeing him on screen every time. Um, and then, I mean, in terms of just a character that I enjoyed, it was actually Evelyn, so Reese Witherspoon. I enjoyed that character because she had a bit of a whiff about her of Madeline Kahn from Clue. Like, just sort of, a, mm. oh, yes, I'm just so high and mighty. And... That's, I could see that. I just rewatched Clue within the past uh, couple of weeks. So, yeah, that's definitely ringing true. Yeah. And it, I could definitely see that, yep. And so it was, um, it was kind of fun just to see her, and it was like, she's just as not there as Bateman is, just not quite for the same reasons. And, uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, at the end, but... she's like, oh, tell me what to do. And he's just like, yeah, I, I don't care. Do <laughs> whatever I'm done. Yeah, but yeah, she, she, is just, she is just as shallow. She's just a little more pragmatic about it. Like, your friends are my, are my friends are your friends. It makes sense to be, for us to be together. I don't care if we don't love each other. You know, that's essentially what she's saying. It's, this yeah. relationship makes sense on paper, and that's all that matters. Yeah. And, um, and she's like, I don't one. give a shit. <laughs> yeah, another one of my favorite lines is just, yeah, I've thought about it. You can have them. Like, I don't want the friends. <laughs> they will probably have a higher risk of survival if <laughs> you take friends. So, yeah. Being charitable here. Take the friends. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> In many ways. Oh, my God. So, um, I think we need to get to the scene that everyone talks about when they talk about this movie. Okay. Um, I, I think you probably know what I'm saying here. The, the, the one that almost got away. So, we have the... Uh, the second time he is trying to orchestrate this kind of role-playing threesome with Christy, um, the sex worker. Yeah. And, um, is it Sabrina and, the second time? Uh, and yeah. yes, it's like the model or like his old model friend or something. They, they had known each other or something. Yeah. yeah. So he is a, at least indiscriminate. You know, he does not discriminate as far as friend, enemy, <laughs> stranger. You're everybody's on (laughs) on the uh, chopping block uh, you know when it comes to him but yes that night and um you know he obviously let drugs their wine um they proceed with the matters at hand in the bedroom and it's i won't ever forget that first time watching this and then i'm uh, interested to hear your reaction the moment you realize it is not fun happening underneath those sheets <laughs> at least not for one of the, the people yes. um and you see the the blood coming through the the bed sheet and of course christy's justifiable reaction yeah. <laughs> of scream and horror uh what was going through your head while you were watching that um well uh, <laughs> when when it became obvious that it was not fun um i was kind of expecting it. I wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. expecting it exactly what happened at but, that moment. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but I, I was thinking, huh? He hasn't actually like, attempted to kill someone in a little while, um, and like I would, I had expected him to try and kill them the first time mm-hmm. uh, when he obviously didn't kill uh, Christy at that time, and he must have killed the other one later. I guess I don't know, um, but. Yeah, I was kind of thinking, okay, like, how is this going to turn? Oh, it's going to turn right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's how that happens. Mm-hmm. And then even though I knew that at some point Christian Bale chases them with a chainsaw. And only a chainsaw. Just, <laughs> yeah, it was still just so fun just to see him <laughs> turn up with that chainsaw. It's like, okay. It, 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 it he's is officially the... gone off the rails. Like, like, I know that 
you know, obviously just killing people almost indiscriminately is definitely loony territory, but chasing someone naked, holding a chainsaw, uh, that's the deep end. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, I mean, clearly, yeah, I, I see, you know, the genre is sometimes described this as dark comedy horror thriller there are comedic notes to this in this in all these awful things that are happening and that is it's one of those visuals that's just so absurd that you kind of just have to marvel and yeah freak out a little bit but also have a chuckle at the sheer just audacity and insanity of that moment of him yeah. chasing this woman down um <laughs> yes with nothing but a chainsaw covered in blood and maniacal grin it's yeah it's one of those uh, images that stick with you <laughs> if you've seen that movie you know exactly what we're saying yeah I and mean, it yeah the um the bit when he does drop the chainsaw yeah like, which was, yeah lucky i mean luckier uh about as lucky as the night king with the javelin but um <laughs> it's for game of thrones people i like to throw out a reference every now and that ball just goes right over balls <laughs> well hey i understood the word you were saying okay great <laughs> i i just uh-huh. uh, it's another one where it's like okay i i know the character I know what mm-hmm. you're referencing. I just okay. haven't seen it. But it is major season seven spoilers for people that aren't caught up. So let's not go into it <laughs> any more than that. Oh, because uh, as far as spoilers go, people get the... really pissy about their GOT spoilers. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, yeah, spo- obviously, spoiler someone dies. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe. Probably. Um, Probably. Always. Episode. Definitely. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Or something. Okay, that's all. Say. All right. Sorry. Take that part out. <laughs> oh no, I'm leaving it. <laughs> oh great. Yes. Uh, where to now? Should we uh, get to the? Um, I think we need to get to the third act of this film when things really start to heat up. I guess that's kind of where we're heading. But yes, after that, uh, chainsaw. Yeah, we, um, yeah, we talk about um, the most. I would say that probably the most memorable bit, but the most out there bit is kind of like where <laughs> together. So. Obviously, he's uh, he's done all of this stuff. We've seen him genuinely just go batshit crazy. And he breaks up with Evelyn. And then he goes to an ATM. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, at this ATM, there's a cat. So he picks up the cat. Yes. And what happens next is the ATM <laughs> gives him a message. Yes. <laughs> uh, which says... Feed me, Seymour. Feed me. <laughs> Feed me a stray cat. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is the point when I was genuinely not sure if this was supposed to be happening or if it was all inside his head or if it's like if, if it was a muddled gray mixture of the two. Yeah, yeah. Like it, cause I, I kind of felt like again, wasn't it for the first time? Just what I took away from it, I, I, I that was the point where for me I was like, oh, like I genuinely do feel that my version of this film is that. Everything we've seen so far should be taken with a pinch of salt. Like, like how much was real? Because there's no way an ATM just tells you to feed this stray cat. So it must be a perception thing that we're watching. Because there's, there's no hint of um, like there being a shift or anything like that. That at least cinematography-wise. So no, yeah, you're not giving any kind of movie trick uh, nods that this isn't real yeah yeah so uh, and then as i'm thinking all this like he goes to shoot the cat and then shoots an old woman 
Well, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I know these are movies, but I'd rather the old woman go than the cat. Sorry, that's where I'm at. Yeah. (laughs) And then, yeah, this is this is the point where it does just turn into Grand Theft Auto. Um, Yeah. So obviously, yeah, shoots that woman, and then yeah, caught two cop cars right at the other side of that alley or whatever. And then yeah, um, the chase is on, (laughs) and 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 the murder spree. Yeah, he's just running around, he blows up the police car, he goes into an office building and then shoots the guy on the front desk and then shoots someone else, leaves, appears to go into a different office building, walks past someone and just goes upstairs. Like, it was just, um, Mm -hmm. wait, what? Because it, it, I mean, again, I'm assuming it was uh, uh, an allegory for something, but he goes into the second building and it looks identical to the one that he had just gone into. So I was like, Oh, is this like, like that's what he thought was going to happen? This is what is happening? Is that what like, I was? I was slightly confused, and it, I enjoyed that with this because yeah. it it's just kind of going like, okay, fuck it, we're we're going with this now. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, it, yeah, I just I did like that. How it's just, I mean, everything's just kind of a mirror, or it's it's all empty and shallow. The buildings, the people, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we get the uh, the voicemail confession, which is a fantastic performance by Christian Bale, yeah. um, where he unloads all of his crimes. Um, yeah, that he's killed yeah. at least, what, 20 people, I think? 20 to 40. 20 to 40. <laughs> 20, could be 40. He said, I killed <laughs> probably, probably, all in all, probably 20 people. Maybe 40. <laughs> yeah, maybe double of what I just said. Um. Yeah, he said I had. Yeah, he said I had to kill a lot of people or kill a lot of people. Uh, yeah, there's some crazy shit in that confession. Um, I mean, obviously he is cracking up. And where do we go from there? Because we get to the next day. <laughs> yeah, he, he and goes to Paul's apartment, which is where he has been doing yeah. all the killing. And yeah, the, they're just nothing. Just, yeah. just gone. And yeah, that like. So this, that's another, yeah, another slight nod to is this real? Is this not? Yeah, um, that, that basically cemented in my head to me that hmm. the majority of the killing did not happen. Um, now, obviously, there's another take from this, which I I did think when he was talking to the real estate agent, or um, mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming that was a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. She seemed to just be concerned that this person was concerned about what was going on in that in that apartment Mm -hmm. so like did she turn up early and get rid of the bodies because she wanted to sell it (laughs) Uh, real estate agents will do anything to sell a property so yes (laughs) don't put that past them to hide some bodies um or that yeah um yeah certainly if the police had discovered that you think that would have you know made the news <laughs> so. yes. and then people would be less likely to buy the place or they'd have to yeah. sell it for mm. cheaper because someone died there like, hey so, yeah. you know i for new york uh i would take that yeah i would take any <laughs> discount i could get so <laughs> um, but that's just me so yes so that happened and um, and then of course uh he goes to lunch but then gene finds the notebook so uh, with his yeah yeah with the drawings. little stabby drawings yeah mm-hmm. and yeah again you could, you can see my take from that would be oh so everything that we saw like we saw it because he's drawing what he's imagining would happen and we were just seeing like what he's thinking and then he's drawing it out or is it just as well as drawing all of these things in the book he then went and did it like so it's uh, 
Um, but uh, I imagine that was another like thing that you enjoyed, just seeing her reaction to finding this. Yeah, what yeah, was it just was great. It like a date book, and then it just... yeah, yeah, just a yeah calendar book, and then it there's a couple drawings on uh, one drawing on a page, and then it's just full of this awful, <laughs> awful brutality. Um, yeah, and the, and then yeah. the occasional like uh, yeah, fourteen year old drawing boobs. In there as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, yeah, middle school notebook. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Not that I ever did any of that childish stuff, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just had no artistic talent. Otherwise, you know, maybe I would have. But yeah, um, yeah so and, he. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I was just going to say, and yeah, we, and this is one of the rare cases where we actually are just going through the plot because this is like it important that we do that for this because the ending he goes to the restaurant. And mm-hmm. uh, he's just talking with his friends, clearly still shaken. Like, and again, a little bit, pro- as you as you might, if that had happened, actually yeah. happened, or if you even thought it happened. Yeah. And yeah, props to Christian Bale for being able to. He really does run the gambit of emotion throughout this film. He goes from zero emotion to too much emotion. He's very good at this. Uh, and then he ends up seeing the lawyer that he called and goes over Herald, to him, yep. just just like you know, hi, it's Patrick Baker, like, and Harold is just like. Oh no, you're this guy. You're Davis. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. David. He's like, oh, that voicemail was hilarious. It's like, no, I'm Patrick Bateman. I mean, <laughs> even if you think that is hilarious, do you think this uh, Wall Street guy is also the best actor <laughs> in, in your entire hemisphere? Like, because that was a bawling, maniacal, uh, just loose, insane confession. And you're like, yeah, that was really funny. You know, you got your uh, voices down and everything. Yeah, uh, you're really committed to the bit. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, the um, like the whole thing. It really does need to be like they were saying that this guy very clearly gets so many people doing practical jokes on him all day and taking it too far, and he's just like, okay, seriously now, like <laughs> I've got to go. Will you stop this? <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is going to be no resolution to this film, is there? And, yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, and, and Harold even says, you know, I had, you know, or I saw Paul Allen in London like twice or something, you know. So yeah. once again, did he see them, or is it that thing of he calls him Davis, the other guy calls him Marcus? Nobody knows who the fuck anybody is in this world. They are only concerned with themselves and their own appearances, how they're presented to the world, um, or, to or ever he... bother caring about who someone else is. Yeah. Oh no, maybe he was uh, sort of almost a better call Saul type lawyer, where he got the phone call and just like shit. Okay, so he went and cleaned up all the bodies. He's like, no, no, I had dinner with Paul. Three days ago, wink, wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I know this never happened. Wink, wink. <laughs> Don't kill me, right? Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on your team, buddy. Not gonna. Don't fucking touch me. Don't touch the watch. Yeah, and then he kills it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah just a, a like an ending that I feel you're outside of an art house film you're really not going to find anymore which is just there is no ending he just goes he just says this confession has meant nothing and that is the end there is no end he realizes in this world that he will never face punishment for his crimes and even though i think he wants to at this point i mean he has tried to i mean get caught you would say for the entirety of the movie by escalating his behavior if you know you're to believe all of that 
um, and with his, you know, just straight up confessions and loud clubs and, you know, aforementioned. But even when he straight up confesses and on a voicemail and then doubles down and says, no, that wasn't a joke. It was real. Still nothing. <laughs> no one's going to believe him in this world. And he has no punishment for his crimes. And that confession has meant nothing. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at uh, a thing that I thought interesting because obviously the beginning of the film starts with the narration of he's like explaining who he is and his life. Like I feel like the entire film was supposed to be his confession, and like at the end he does just say like, "Yeah, well, it doesn't mean anything." Like you know, it's just, this whole film means nothing, and I I like that. I I really did enjoy that it was an ending that wasn't an ending and nothing like they didn't feel the need to tie everything in a nice pretty bow at the end make sure everyone goes home happy thank you well i'm sure yeah not having read the book i'm sure that, that I, I would guess it's very similar in the novel i don't know um uh, yeah, people that read it let us know if you have but i would assume that would probably be close to what happened yeah um, I'm, I'm so glad that studio didn't go oh well how about we make this based on American Psycho, the book, and then we will just change yes. a few things. So it's, no. Yeah, and then everybody loves a good wedding scene at the end of the movie, right? Okay, let's do it. <laughs> I mean, hell, it, it, if they had done a wedding at the end, it turned out he hadn't broken up with her. That would still have kind of worked in this film because you would have known that neither of them actually cares for each other. They're just getting married. That's just what you do, apparently. It wasn't... <laughs> Would have had this undertone to it that would have been really cool, but so I wouldn't have minded the wedding scene just because of that. But yeah, it wasn't needed. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know what is like? I would have actually liked a legitimate scene of just him uh, returning videotapes, um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like uh, it's like Fantasia and like <laughs> Harry and Hendersons or something. I don't know if that those line up chronologically. Or uh, I don't know what year Harry and Hendersons came out. I think that was mid '80s. But just you know, just return. Yep, I actually yeah. am returning these video tapes, and uh, yeah. now yeah. I would like My Little Pony. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that could have been like uh, a mid. Oh, that would be or something. Mm-hmm. Like he, like, uh, and and what it is, he returns it, but he's still wearing like the bloody clothes because he, he just killed someone. And then he returned to video tape. Like, that's his okay. thing. So, so doubtful it would have been Harry and the Hendersons. That was 1987. So, ah, yeah, that would probably not have made it to the shelves of Blockbuster just yet. But No. Could be alas, my otherwise perfect joke has been. Yes. Okay. Shame, shame. Um, so, did you, were you aware that there is a sequel to this film, Fall? You know, I feel like I read that, and I, I don't recall the the actress that is in it but i do recall it's seeing it and going huh <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so who, who's in the sequel uh well it is uh it has mila kunis in it um, um who um has since denounced um just every every bit of involvement um with the, that movie and directed by Morgan Freeman, no, not that Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> this is Morgan J. Freeman. <laughs> um, yes, yes, Morgan J. For the, I'm sure for the insurance purposes. Yes, Morgan J. Um, but uh, apparently, this thing was just completely awful. I did not bother with it. Um, but 
like I said, Mila Kunis like uh, just wanted nothing to do with this after she thought she didn't know it would be American Psycho two until after it was re-edited to be oh. American Psycho two. Um, it only has like one scene that connects the films, uh, I guess. Um, hmm. But yeah, uh, she she says I don't know. Bad. <laughs> it's really, it was bad. Yeah. Um, that, that, so yeah, check that one out if you want. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Um, apparently, there's a couple of companies that have been developing since like 2012, 2013. They've been trying to develop a TV series. Yeah, yeah, that hasn't. I don't know how that works as an episodic series, but no, I feel like it would have to be like a, maybe a mini series, like a three episode, but each episode is an hour long type thing. Or even just a two episode, thing. like you know, make make it so it is a feature film length once you're finished. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I can't, I can't see how it would fully work like that. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, I yeah, would, I would give it a try, but I wouldn't hold my hopes up. <laughs> Same, yeah. I there's enough good TV. I don't think you need to make this work on TV, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, was there anything else that we missed out on um, um, that didn't mention that you wanted to? I don't have anything specific that I wanted to mention. Um, uh, we did get a couple of responses uh, I put out kind of last minute, seeing mm-hmm. if uh, anyone had any thoughts about American Psycho. And uh, I got two responses. Uh, I'll, I'll do the shorter one first. So the movie guys, and they got a hold of us half an hour ago, said something, something Trump. That was this. <laughs> so it literally say something, something Trump? It or does. you can't? Okay. <laughs> I, I, genuinely something, comma, something, comma, Trump, question mark. So that's... Uh, yeah, that's, okay. Uh, that's an accurate review. Okay. Yeah. And then Worst Millennials said... American Psycho is a tremendous dark comedy and provides excellent commentary on a vapid and vacant decade known as the 1980s. And that is from Damon, a guy who was born in 1989. So he just wanted to let us know his stance there. <laughs> that, he is, that he has a bit of ownership in that awful decade. Okay, yes. Yes. Uh, I have a majority of ownership in that decade. So. Yes. <laughs> but hey, I was just a little guy. I didn't, I wasn't. Saying greed is good or anything like that, or yeah, yeah. You were just saying I want that over there. No, I want that over there. You were just mm-hmm. uh, contributing to the culture. Yeah, I, the time. I was doing lines of pixie sticks in the bathroom, not coke. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and to this day, uh, yeah, probably probably uh, as bad for your nose as anything else. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah, probably. I'm not gonna try it. Yeah, uh, no, anymore, I, no. <clears throat> yeah, I, I recall <coughs> once at school, one of my uh, uh, school friends decided it would be a good idea to take a rubber, and by that I mean eraser for the American listeners. <laughs> like, that is definitely a different uh, yeah. terminology in the US. Okay, yes, yeah. it is, which is uh-huh. why it's uh, working in a school, I have to seriously consider what I'm saying sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. He decided to take what? one of those. And... Who left their rubber? <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, rubber okay. like, oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can he... I borrow your rubber? No, you may not. <laughs> yes. No, Daniel Radcliffe, go away. Um, that's an extra <laughs> reference for anyone. That, uh, so yes, uh, he would take the one that's on the end of the pencil. He would just take, move that pencil back and forth very much, and then decided to snort the shavings off of that. 
Um, well, I'm glad we went long enough to get that. <laughs> yes, um, I mean, he, he figured out very, very quickly that that was a terrible idea. Um, so, yes, yeah, so if there's nothing so, else you take away... lesson here, don't put things up your nose, folks, unless it's Flonase. Exactly. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And always make sure to yell at someone that you're about, you're trying to take drugs when you do it. Like Just, just announce it. Make sure people know what they're getting in for. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just use, be courteous when doing your drugs in public restrooms. <laughs> and practice proper chainsaw safety. Yes. I think those are the lessons. Did we learn all the correct lessons from this film? I think so. <laughs> I think so, yes. At the very least, you're going to want like a, a jock strap or something just to protect the real important thing when you're running with a chainsaw. Yeah, I mean, yeah, come on. But, you know, uh, yeah, maybe next time. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> I think we've droned on long enough uh, here. Yes. Um, is it time to put a pin in this one and uh, I, call it a I, night? I think so, yes. Um, I, I don't know if you had a rating prepared at all for this film. Um, yeah, I'm not going to go through our norm, normal long-winded rationalizing of it. I'm just off yeah. the bat going to say a minus, minus two. Minus two, um, yeah. You know, I I think I'll echo that. Yeah. Um, I like I was kind of floating like yeah up and down my, like minus point five for that, but uh, yeah, no, definitely solid land there. Like yeah, um, I would say there's a, a couple of scenes that uh, like I thought maybe a little too long, or like, I wasn't that much a fan of the character, so that detracted from it for me. But yeah, it yeah minus two, still solid film. Definitely a film that you either need to be in the right mind to watch, yeah. or there's there are definitely people that are not going to get this film, and that's okay. <laughs> no, no, that's it fun. is yes, horribly violent. Um, yeah, so if that is not your cup of tea, um, do not. Obviously, well, I don't know why you're still listening if this <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that isn't your cup of tea. But yeah, um, yeah. Yes. if you know people that wouldn't be their cup of tea, don't recommend it to them. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'm all talked out here. Um, yeah, no, like I said, you can find us at Blockbusters on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Hit us up there. Let us know what we screwed up. What your other thoughts on it would be? Yeah, the um, obvious thing we missed. Was... Yeah, people that read the novel. If you're out there, hit us up with uh, your thoughts. Um, other than that. Yeah, and and Way to sign off. I'd say uh, one one last thing as well. Just uh, I've been putting out every two days, as it were. It's a quotes quiz thing. I actually used the uh, American Psycho in that. I put it out on Twitter, and uh, I just I don't know if everyone that listened to this has seen that. But if you want to have a guess, it goes out at twelve forty-five in the afternoon every day. First, it's the quote, and then it's the answer the following day, and so it goes like that like give it a go you know mm-hmm. I, I i think it's a lot of fun and uh, you win you win the best prize of all the knowledge that you were correct yes and <laughs> and the first person that answers it um gets a mention the following day when we give the answer so like, yeah at the very least you'll be tweeted out to some people so some, that is true. There will be some people that will see this. Yes, I can guarantee it. I will be one of those people. All right. <laughs> all right. So with, with that all being said, uh, I've been Paul. And I've been Brian. And return the videotape, folks. <laughs> Bye. Bye. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Hang on a minute, lads. I've got a great idea. Uh, Louis? I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. You're still here?
It's over. Go home. Go.